It's Art Chung. And it's Drewski. And if you want to sponsor our show... Please, Maplethor- please, you should probably sponsor. Yes, please, we do need it. I want the monies. But no, on a serious note, <laughs> <laughs> we want you to sponsor our show. This show could be your show, too. So hit us up at info at media 40 f o r t y t w o. Com. So that's info at media42.com. And let us know. We'll send our rates. And maybe the show could be sponsored by you. you. Mm. Link in our description. By description, I mean in the details of the podcast. That's right. It's the Maple Syrup Podcast, baby. Cheer. I like syrup rich and delicious. Well, my syrup is very thick and rich. <laughs> you like maple syrup on your pancakes? Canadian made with no artificial ingredients. This is... What is this called again? (laughs) This is the Maple Syrup Podcast. Sadness. Oh, boy. So. Sadness. Welcome to the Maple Syrup Podcast. It's our chunk. It's Drewski. Um, follow us, Instagram, Maple Syrup Podcast, Twitter, Maple Syrup Show. Follow me, RDOTC2NG. And me, AJ Lift one on both Twitter and Instagram. Make sure to follow us on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play, ICN, shout out wise. Um, there's a reason why I started off with the word sad. You, sh- you should be sad. There, there's two reasons why we're sad. One, I have to apologize to Wise. Again. And because I talked too much crap mm-hmm. last week mm-hmm. and we got swept. Not even like a nice swept either. It wasn't no. like it was close It was games. an atrocious sweep. sweep. Um, so I got my broom. I bought my new broom last week. Mm-hmm. And I did some thorough cleaning. So I, I took I, up golf. So I, <laughs> so I apologize to Wise. Um, second reason why we're not going to really keep this intro too long. Um, second reason why I say sad because we had such a great conversation. We had a fantastic conversation uh, with our guest that you actually hear in a little bit. However, although it, it wasn't as bad as we, it thought wasn't it as was. bad as we thought after I sat here for an hour and a half and treated the whole conversation. And I'm grateful for you. But the, the good, and I'm grateful for you, Drew. Thank you so much. It's all good. Um, but the thing about it is, it's uh, there were some um, microphone technicalities, technical difficulties. Technical difficulties. difficulties that's yes. the word. Thank you. And um, we managed to make the best. My mother and pretty much every Caribbean household always would say, you know, you take the lemons, you make lemonade, and you make some good ass lemonade. In this case, or, you know, in the words of Dave Chappelle, you, you take you take the worst parts of the pig. And you give it to black people, <laughs> and we make the best chitlin, hog maws, grit, all that stuff. I don't eat that pieces of No, pig, that's man. foolishness. This is disgusting. Pork. You eat bacon. What are oh, you talking about? I love about? bacon, but I'm not eating chitlins, dog. Chitlins. Chitlins. The word is chit. Chitterlins. Why did they even call it chitlins? Because it's gross. They needed something to associate. Uh, anyway, well, besides the point, the, the meat of the conversation is still in there with our guests. Um, he goes by the name of K.O., hailing all the way from St. Lucia by way of Halifax, Nova Scotia. He's a singer. He's a songwriter. He's a rapper. He's an artist. He's a producer, but all around, de- and a designer. And a designer, yeah. Um, so 
without apparently f- I saw him perform ten years ago. And you'll hear that conversation between him and Drew a little bit later in the podcast. So stay tuned. It's the Maple Syrup Podcast. Yeah. Ooh, give me some of that sweet, sweet syrup, baby. Chill. Yeah, the mic doesn't stop. Yeah, you got to. You got to. Look, I am having a kid. All right? The money can't stop. It cannot. It can't stop, man. Diapers are expensive. Thank you, brother. Oh, listen. I never know if to say congratulations. Or, or sorry, I'm sorry. Or accept my sympathy. Look, <laughs> 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 man, sometimes you just gotta roll with these things, man. It's a happy yeah. occasion. When it's life, life is a good thing to always celebrate. Yeah. You know, and you, 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 got, some good, you got some good woman beside The it. fact of the matter is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. We always record. That's how we start. No, that's fine, man. This is a podcast. You talk your oh, shit, bro. No. Dope, this is the podcast, is the podcast, so we can yeah, talk Yeah, man. Shit. You can talk some shit right okay. now, bro. Bless. Um, you want to intro our mans real quick? I, I'm going to write it down. Okay. So I, I need to, we were just enjoying the celebration of life. I, 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 I dig. I dig. Well, it, ain't, it ain't ready yet. It's still cooking. <laughs> it ain't ready. It's still baking. It's still baking. It's still it. And they're doing push-ups. <laughs> <laughs> Baby girl, come on. Right. Goon, looking for a protein shake and not breast right milk. <laughs> so as we promise and as we deliver, you know... Ground pounding. That's one thing we do here is deliver. We deliver. We try to do our best to deliver. We try. Well, except so. for last week, we were late by a week, but. People still loved it. And uh, you know what? I'm a charming guy. What do you mean? Like, here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> let me, let me. By the way, we're starting the show off like this. So oh, this is exactly how we're starting it. Oh, yeah. Um, I have to apologize. What'd you do this time? Um, wise. I apologize. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. So um, shout out to ICN Indie Creative Network. So they actually host our podcast on their website. Okay. He was talking oh, reckless. I was talking mad greasy. <laughs> I didn't say greasy. I said like greasy. Greasy. Okay. Yeah. Okay, you know when KFC, you know when you get your KFC chicken and you warm it up the next day? The next day? Yeah. <laughs> that drippity drip. Um, <laughs> Oh, and we're just gonna leave it at that. Sweat. We're just going to leave it at that. I mean, duct, like, I'm duct tapes. Me. Like I'm, I'm a, I'm a Raptors yet. fan myself, but it was painful to watch. Like I got to the fourth quarter and the beer was just not going down <laughs> anymore. I'm looking at my cup. Everyone's just mad quiet in the you, bar. You know the ones where you just like silently turn off the television, <laughs> like, like really contemplate, contemplate your whole life. Dog, I had to put on a comedy after. Yeah, no, I had to laugh. I had to laugh. It was one of those. <laughs> I'll, I, I'm going to give you true imagery. I promise you. Do rag on. <laughs> this guy said do rag on. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's real. Amazing. Go ahead. Do rag on. Jeez. I have, I think like, like I tend, like when I'm at home, I tend to cut the sleeves off my shirt. Oh, you a real one out there, huh? You don't even know. <laughs> You're a goon at home, eh? <laughs> I'm like, like, call me like Thuggy Bear. Or like, Thuggy Bear. Thuggy Bear. Probably like Pooh Bear or something like that. <laughs> nah, you got and like. I turned off my TV. And I just sat, like, my fiancé came up, she's like, Ryan, you know, are you going to come to bed? And I just sat there. It was painful. And contemplated. Like, yeah, it was. Like, it was like, 20 years we've been cheering for this team. 20 years! He had his way with us, man. He had his way. He was taking <laughs> reckless shots that were just going in looking like Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> he was just <laughs> dancing out there. But that's neither here nor there, because we're not... 
We're not here to talk obviously, ball right now. I don't want to we're anymore. Not doing the show alone, obviously it's our show. Drewski, AJ Lift One on all your social networks. Maplesurf podcast on Instagram and Maplesurf show on Twitter. Where can they find us, Star Chung? Apple Music, Google Play, <laughs> and Spotify. And I have to apologize again to Wise on Indie Creative Network. That's right, you bitches. We out here. Uh, make sure subscribe, hit. You guys that's are amazing. How we talk. That's how we, we talk. I'm winning. I'm so That's winning. why there's always an E. Because this guy wants to clean podcast so bad. <laughs> I'm just on the it. top. Like, I have family that listen to this, man. I have, like, my, my little nieces. But we're not alone because the guests that we have here today, um, I mentioned it in my show, or the show that's coming up actually one day. Because actually, this will be up live before that this will be live as soon as you so get no, out. Okay. Gotta, once you guys leave, I gotta get to mixing. Just what I'm saying. We got some shit to do, bro. Oh, dope. So this will be up in like a in couple like hours. Hour. Oh shit, we got a show on Saturday uh, then. Yeah, so we can yeah. plug that. <laughs> so if you're listening right now, it's twelve ten. This is this is how it's real. Penis. Um, Fuck it, we're going live. <laughs> what? <laughs> Woo! We have to make sure that people know that's actually really live. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> is that you know it's live? Okay. Penis. Okay. Dope. That's a Simpsons reference. By the way. I see Simpson yeah. bars. Simpson bars. <laughs> Don't know. But this artist, um, do I really need to give him an introduction? Yes, you do. Because one, he's, an, he's a multifaceted artist. He's Talk to them. He's a producer. He's a songwriter. He's a lyricist. He comes by way of St. Lucia. Drop I design clothes what? as well. He's a designer. Clothes. Yeah. I just had to throw that out there. You know? um, coming all the way from St. Lucia by way of Halifax. Nova Scotia, Eastside, son. Stand right. Eastside ting. Lower, upper deck or lower deck, what's up? Upper deck. Lower deck. Lower deck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, you know exactly what I'm talking about. about. I've been about. out in the East Poppy. You know, upper Trust deck me. Isn't bad, you know, lower deck is the spot. Lower deck is where all what the you know about? What do you know about? What do you know about fried pepperoni pop? Jeez. What? Yeah. Fried pepperoni, what? Lower deck. You was lower there with deck. Me? This Sunday you reach? That was oh, where we shit. went. Oh, yeah, fried yeah. Yeah, I will go. I'll What's school. Fried pepperoni. I'll I will school fried you. Pepperoni. Fried or five? Uh, the the fried pepperoni. You got a little bit of that like that mustard sauce that comes oh, with it. Oh, that's like what pizza corner. Yeah. 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 Donairs. Donairs. You gotta get Donair. Halifax Donair. What yeah, up? You know. Keep my Halifax connects. I just released a new EP slash album. I don't know nothing, so I'm just gonna. It's all good. It's all good. Your segues are five. <laughs> you just let me. You just let me keep being B Mike here. <laughs> um, but put out an amazing album called Winter in St. Lucia. Available now on all streaming platforms. Yes, yes, yes. Including yes. Spotify. Spotify, Apple Music, Bandcamp, YouTube, SoundCloud. Bandcamp, you're damn right. Whatever you're looking Bandcamp. for, I got Yo, you. Yo, man, Bandcamp well, in is in St. Lucia, they don't have Apple Music or Spotify, like even in, in that region, unfortunately. So I had to make sure that, you know, I took care of my people. Well, this is the guy that's leading the charge out of St. Lucia. Can we put our hands together one time for the one? Hey! Woo! It's okay if I clap for myself. Why not? Myself. Why not? Yeah. How you doing, my man? Good. I feel good. I just got back here on Monday. Monday? Yeah. Huh? Nah, Tuesday. I drove back Monday afternoon. I got here Tuesday morning. Damn. Yeah. What? Why? Why? Okay, why? The drive is gorgeous. Why? <laughs> the drive isn't bad. And, I mean, the Neon Dream homies, like, you know, you guys yeah. know Neon yeah. Dreams. So, they were driving back anyway. So I was like, I'll just save the flight, and I'll just drive with y'all. 18 hours. So where he's talking about, he literally drove from Halifax, Nova Scotia. Yeah. All the way to Toronto. Yes. Um, and I'm here. But as I stated, but thank you for coming through, man. Thank you for having me. This is long overdue, I feel Wait, like. Wait, because, yeah. like, too much DMs. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like an ex girlfriend. Like I don't need that. Um, Sending out wild question marks. Yeah. Hello, uh, question yeah, mark. Like, <laughs> Sometimes you just get. Why you not answering KO? Why you not answering KO? Do you ever guys? Well, okay, I can't say now because I'm in a happily so successful relationship. Like but do you remember just like when they just said S T just to blow up, or they just write a mad long thing so you yeah. couldn't just see it on the home screen? Yeah, you got all your tricks. Yeah, when not you about get that. home, me and you are gonna talk. And well, you we know don't have the some ones, words. The ones where it's like you know when you get home. You see what the talk. see what the trick is. I don't do this to you, baby. Let me just... But what the, <laughs> but what the trick is, you, baby. you type a couple of letters and then put your phone down so that it has that dot, dot, dot so it looks like you're responding. I'm letting out all my secrets today. No, I do that, but I don't do that on purpose. I just genuinely forget to finish the message. Hey, well, because you're a cold-hearted person. Yep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you want to call a Spanish person? Hey, yo, like, we, we, we talked about it earlier um, prior to recording, but we're... And I, I know I don't want you to sound too redundant, mm. but um, the upbringing of this kid named Ko, mm-hmm. or that's not really his real name, Philbert. Philbert. Philbert so you know is you're a Caribbean kid. Yep. <laughs> Philbert. Philbert. Uh, like Andrew Bird. Nope. 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 Philbert. It just yeah. How did it start for you, B? <laughs> Yeah, well, like just in in St. Lucia in general? in general, like music life, or just, no, just life? Life. Um, I lived really close to my cousins. They were my same. They were the same age as me, so we spent a lot of time together. We played a lot of dumb games together. I burst my toe a lot of times playing cricket and football barefoot in the street, um, climbing trees, <laughs> you know, <laughs> climbing mango trees, them kind of thing, like. <laughs> That was that was my childhood. I cherished it. And it's funny that my childhood is where my stage name kind of came from. So, like, my cousins, Kurt and Craig, Kurt and Craig, we used to play these, like, makeup superhero games. You know, mm-hmm. like, makeshift between Power Rangers and Dragon Ball Z. So we each had our own, like, superhero name that we had given ourselves. And for some reason, whatever reason it was, I liked KO. Can I ask what the power was? Uh, I was just super, I was like Ryu. It was like Ryu, but okay. KO. So you throw on, so you yeah. throw Hadoukens and yeah, shit like that. Okay. I could fly, I could turn Super Saiyan, I could do all these kind of things in my head, of course. But I think we, yeah. no, no, we talking Dragon Ball Z. Let's talk to a real one. Yeah, right? Naruto's fire too, but there would be no Naruto if there wasn't a Dragon Ball Z. Man, that's the foundation. That's the foundation. That's where it all started. You know what I mean? Dragon Ball Z is the Tupac and Biggie of a Japanese anime. I'm dropping a bomb on that. I don't even need you to tell me. <laughs> Fire. You know what I saw the other day? I was walking downtown and I saw a kid. Do you guys remember this this thing called what, what? Ultraman? Yeah, I remember yeah. Ultraman. Remember Ultraman? Yeah, yeah man. The weird, and he had like the horns coming out of his yeah, head. Yeah, man. The red and silver. Yeah. So I saw a kid with a backpack and I just kind of looked at the kid. I'm like, kid, you will never know. Or that kid's the realist and you don't know him. <laughs> Maybe he got it on DVD or what are they, they got digital copies now? Yeah. No. He had the backpack. I know, so you don't know what he has at home. He, he probably got the Funmation uh, app right? and all that on his yeah. phone. He's watching Crunchyroll. <laughs> Full subscription, <laughs> you know, <laughs> no ads. So with the childhood, like, where did the influence of um, music? music come into play? Um, ironically... No one in my, I was the only real like musically, musically inclined or artistic kid in my family at mm-hmm. the time. Like even as a kid, my mom wouldn't really, like instead of getting me toys, I would be content with a box of aluminum foil or Play-Doh and I would like make 
all my characters and mm-hmm. create this big ass scenario in my head and create my own TV show or whatever, right? Um, and music kind of came subtly, where I'd hear songs on the radio, I'd see, I'd see videos on television, and I would memorize the words, not even really trying to, but it would it just, just happen. Come, right? It just yeah. kind of happened. Eventually, I'd find myself make putting my own lyrics to those songs, things of that nature. Um, I had a they had a desktop computer back when you know it was DSL. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When whenever they call the phone, the, the connection down, yeah. them kind of thing. I used to just record songs over like just random instrumentals just for myself on that. And then I'd find all my neighbors like in my window just watching me do it secretly. Like weird shit like that, but they don't homies. <laughs> I loved my childhood. It was dope. It was fun. Now, um, but it wasn't really until high school that it really became like a significant part of my identity. When I was part of the school choir, uh, we were doing a rendition of R. Kelly's World's Greatest and they needed a rapper to do like a verse in it. Mm-hmm. And So it's always been about rap for you? <laughs> you yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. always been about rap until recently, until recently where I, in a way, I guess started to find my voice mm-hmm. a little bit more. So, uh, it beca- it started off as poetry. Mm-hmm. It started off as poetry that then evolved into rap and then it wasn't until I moved to Canada that I embraced more of the Caribbean aspect of myself and started delving into reggae and dancehall some more. Mm-hmm. And then R&B, like those influences were always in my music from a production standpoint because one mm-hmm. of the biggest things that I, one of the biggest um, moments for me in St. Lucia was doing the jazz festival or doing like a bunch of songs with these jazz musicians or R&B musicians. So that was always something that was a huge part of me, but it wasn't until recently that I kind of found my voice and I was able to harness all three of those elements into my music. See, now here's, here's a question for you. Growing up in the Caribbean, what were your hip hop influences? What got down there at that time? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we got everything. Yeah, we got everything. <laughs> nah, man, it wasn't bad. It was. Um, Do you remember what was popping out there? Every who? Do you remember who was popping out there? Yeah, I mean, we got all of them. I mean, Jaru was a big impact for me. Uh, <laughs> yo, Holla Holla is still fire. I yo, don't care what you say. Yo, I'm just saying, I'm ready to get. Come on, like I hated to like Fifty Cent because of what he did to Jaru, but I could not deny that Fifty was, you know, the man at that time. Uh, we had BT, you know, mm-hmm. the Freestyle Fridays, all of those things. We saw all of that. We were all part of that. It was difficult to get the music physically. Yeah. But, you know, we were always there with it. Like, we download the albums on LimeWire, RS. So you wait a day and a half as well for albums. Like, yeah. you used to start at nighttime, go to bed, get to school, come back, and hope the album's the right album and it's yeah. finished. Yeah, exactly. That you know kind of thing. The weird thing is, because you know what a lot of people, like, think like, they're of Caribbean descent. So they, oh, because I'm, co- co- I'm because I'm. Caribbean descent, I can just add music and, and you know, kind of get away with it, but majority of the time it doesn't work out. Um, when you hear this guy, like, from even from the, the accent that he's talking, like, he's really trying very hard. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, it's a podcast. You let this out, man. Yeah. I don't know why he's not. No, it's not that, you know. It's but, a subconscious thing. Mm. It's like, sometimes whenever I'm around Canadians, I, I subconsciously, and Logo could attest to that, you pronounce your R's, you, yeah. you know, that kind of thing, but... You articulate your I articulate a little better. Are you saying logo? I was just saying, like, that's one of the worst things. That's, like, one of the worst things ever. You know when you're talking to someone in a club? The worst. The worst <laughs> well, why are you grilling ever? my mans like that, no, though? No, I, I enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, like, when you're talking to someone in the club, like, 
you know the music is already loud. Right. You have to, you know, shout, project. Right. And try to articulate the words accordingly for them to understand. Them right. Understand. So, yeah. like, the most annoying thing is, I beg your pardon, what? Huh? So, yeah. every time you have to repeat, 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 I'm like, you know what? Never mind. And then the St. Lucian vernacular company comes off the ground. Yeah, man. Exactly. <laughs> like, you know what happened? Done her. <laughs> <laughs> they love the accent, though. But, you know? But, That's you the know, thing. But nowadays, it's like everybody is trying to profit off of the Caribbean mm-hmm. town. Mm-hmm. Especially in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Not. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to get to how We'll get to I, that. I yeah. want you to touch on this specifically because now more than ever are we hearing such a Caribbean um, influence sense of music mm-hmm. like like powerful driven if it's not from the melody it's the beat if it's not the beat yeah. the movement in the in, in the video yeah um but people fail to really execute guess, ho- like execute mm-hmm. it, not one, <laughs> 100% but also pay homage pay homage to where to they it. get it from like when you hear you know god forbid <laughs> like do you get mad um See, that's an interesting that's an interesting perspective because on one hand on one hand I'm a little mad at the cultural appropriation of it. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, I can't I'm not mad at the fact that he has put so many eyes on the sound once again. Right. You know what I mean? And I mean this is a cyclical and maybe thing. Maybe because he hasn't adopted your country. Maybe. Maybe that's maybe why. Maybe if I, he came with that St. Lucian sound. Maybe if Drake was doing that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Give it three months. Guarantee you, if he's coming I out with you. Lucian accents, we, yeah, you got to feel a ways. I feel you. But if you look at it like um, early 2000s or even before that, mm-hmm. like when Shaggy, um, Sean Paul, um, all these artists kind of came out. Dancehall was a big part yep. of the music scene. And I think that just, that sound kind of came back full circle because fashion, music, a lot of these things in the industry and the creative community are very cyclical. There's not really any new thing in this world. Mm -hmm. I think the issue this time is the climate of music is significantly different to what it was back then, especially in Toronto. Now, Toronto is a... It's interesting because it is a melting pot. There is Mm -hmm. a heavy Caribbean influence here. So it's not like we fake in the funk per se, Mm -hmm. but... Very like, you know, out. it's coming out. I you know, when it. you have them yeah, dudes that like their grandmother, their great grandmother from Jamaica, you know, they sometimes visit during the summer mm-hmm. and kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden they're like full on dance all artists, that kind of thing. Like th- with music, a story needs to be told. And we as an audience, we as consumers need to be able to believe that story. And sadly, w- Either you don't have a story or your story isn't believable. And that's how I feel mm-hmm. about a lot of what's going on here in Toronto. As far as that cultural appropriation of the sound goes. Mm-hmm. That's the thing about Kale because Kale's always been... And I've been following this kid for almost like probably, probably a good three, four years now. And he's always been authentic in his sound. Whether it's like paying homage to his yep. home back in St. Lucia or even like Halifax. Like, you know, obviously... the. Okay, I'm stumbling <laughs> over my words, and there's a reason why I'm stumbling over my words. Mm-hmm. It's because, although he may not really be a big mainstream artist like here in Toronto, where you say the name K on, man, a lot of people may not know who this kid is. But when you go to Halifax, yeah, ask who KO is. Oh yeah, no, he's got that whole province knows who this. That whole East Coast knows who. This you see, and that's the thing about being in Canada; it's so vast. 
Dudes yeah. that are blowing it up in Edmonton, Calgary right now. We ain't even heard Revna, of yet. You know, Revna's now, I was a little late. Not too, too late to you, but I was a little late. It's all good. And He's here. Yeah. Better late than never. Right? And when I heard the sound, I'm like, yo, sonically, that's, it, it sets a tone. It's, it's a vibe. Thank you. Right? And I enjoy it. Thank you. I appreciate right? that. And it's it's funny because you find different artists in different in different areas of life always have a different type of story to tell. Mm-hmm. And your story mm-hmm. seems unique. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Like, and still going on. Like and the it's still journey going on, is still, right? you know what I mean? It's well, like for instance, because like, as we stated, you, you, you migrated from the St. Lucia to Halifax, Nova Scotia. You went to high school there. Did you kind of find, see now my Caribbean. <laughs> Did you kind of find. Did you, you kind of find. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, sorry. This is what, so see, this is why you can't put too much so Caribbean people in a room because then the real talk starts to happen. I'm not nowhere near drunk enough to put out accents. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> like, were you culture shocked at one point? No, I wasn't. But I came up here with like 20 other St. Lucians. That's why. Like, the recruitment program is heavy, bro. And you know. Because, like, there's a professor, Professor Harvey Miller. He's St. Lucian, and he goes to, he's a professor at St. Mary's. So they fly him down every year to do these sort of, like, you know, recruitment programs. Enrollment, tell us about the school, you know, kind of warm us up to the fact. And, you know, I was one of 20 St. Lucians that decided to come up that year. It's almost like a tradition. Like, my niece wants to go to St. Mary's. Not my niece, my cousin, my baby cousin wants to go to St. Mary's University now. Uh, My niece wants to go to... The high school that my cousin went to, St. Joseph's Convent in St. Lucia, and she'll probably want to go to St. Mary's University as well. It's just a, it's a thing in St. Lucia. People have to understand, if you've come to Canada, normally you just come to Toronto. I went to Halifax for the first time um, almost 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And you're going like, shit, there's going to be a whole bunch of white people. I'm going to feel mad awkward. No, man. It is littered with Caribbean people. Yeah, absolutely. Bermudians, Bahamians. Actually, Actually no. That's the one. That's the no, no. It's a lot. It's a lot of African. It's a lot of Bahamians. Yeah, a lot of Asians. A lot of. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You just picking the first one on your list, huh? (laughs) That's the first. Like, yeah. Yeah. You'd be surprised, but not that many Jamaicans. Not that many. When I went, but I was pleasantly surprised. Everyone was mad chill. Yeah. Everyone showed me nothing but love. I went to fly out. Um, I was my first. That would be my third year of radio. Mm -hmm. One of my homeboys goes. You want to go see a Beanie Man concert in Halifax today? When was this? Oh, I man. performed on that show. Rolling the <laughs> where, 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 was that, where was that venue? Marquee. Marquee? Shut the fuck up. I'm done. I'm going home, man. I performed man. at that see, show, so B. I opened up for that show. I was there for that. I was there for I that. I didn't have no dreads the, in the time, but... Yeah. No, clean cut, right? Yeah, clean cut. I'm about Jeez. To... Six degrees. I knew I liked the sound. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, so I was at this Beanie Man because the station that was giving away tickets yeah. was my sister's station. Ah. So we flew up. We got free tickets. We just had to pay our own flight. So we flew up there, yeah. went to a boat cruise first, and then we jumped on the show. Man, killed it, by the way. Thank so did, you. So did Beanie Man. Yeah. And the, yeah. Girls, and the girls in Halifax. I'm not trying to get myself in trouble. I'm not going to try and... <laughs> Man. They're no joke. I mean, there are beautiful women You're everywhere in the world, but You're retired, there's but something special about something, something special, special about. And because they're, they're they're nice to talk to, man. They walk, yeah, it's not like here where everyone's trying to kiss their teeth and screw screw and face and ting. That's the one thing. Like I'll always say this: I love Toronto, I love Toronto, but there's something about man. It's just a coldness mm. that I feel here. 
that I don't feel in Halifax. Yeah, continue on that, because <laughs> I'm glad you touched it. Yeah. There's a lot. And we were talking, me, you, and, and your manager, Gianni. Mm-hmm. Gianni was actually on a business call. Right yeah. You dig? Um, <laughs> get to the bag. We were <laughs> talking just about the ills mm-hmm. of not just Toronto, per se, but just the whole Canadian music industry. Mm-hmm. Um, why, why do you find Toronto to be a cold? There's... I know, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I see what you did there. Oh, shoot. I love Plug. this guy. <laughs> Just bring you around with us everywhere you go. Um, there's a... <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, you walk down the street and people ain't saying hello. People ain't holding no doors open for you. People are just kind of on their own thing. And I guess that's a big city vibe. I get that. Mm-hmm. But in Halifax, I just find that there's a... There's something welcoming about it. And I'm a very, like, energy-driven person. And Mm -hmm. so if the vibe is good, then that resonates with me. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And I just find that a little little lacking here in Toronto. Mm -hmm. And I think that it could kind of attribute to the lack of camaraderie that we have in the music scene here. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? There's Mm -hmm. a bit of a a disconnect. There's It's pretty clicky. You know, for me, for me being, you know, an artist coming from St. Lucia to Halifax to now Toronto, I find it difficult to, I feel like an outsider a lot of the Mm -hmm. times. I do feel like an outsider a lot of the times. And, you know, it's just, there's that. There's also the disconnect between the actual music industry, like the, 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 the politics of it, the, the, the tastemakers, if you will, there's a disconnect between them and the actual artistic community. And within both factions, I feel like there is conflict. Mm. Damn. Do you want me to get him? Get him, and I'm, I'm going to come back to that. Sure. Let's, let's talk Winter in St. Lucia, bro. Let's do it. Absolutely. Let's talk that. Absolutely. Well, um, did you produce most of the album? I, Yogi, 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 the producer, mm-hmm. he produced 80% of the album. Uh, the other 20% was produced by Eric Gordon, who is from Toronto as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Attic, Pro- Attic Productions. He got a studio on Jane and Weston. I'm there like every Monday and Tuesday. Um, when I'm not sure, when I'm here in the city, that's I'm I'm in the studio with him. <laughs> uh, and the single "So Cold" was produced by D Mile out of LA. So funny enough, that song. We had that song since 2012. We did that when I was still signed to EMI Music Canada mm-hmm. before it got acquired by Universal Music Canada. They had flown me and my manager at the time to LA for some recording sessions, maybe six, seven days. We did four records. So Cold was one of those records. Once Universal had then like sort of acquired the label, a lot of the staff that was assigned to my project got wiped out mm-hmm. and that was initially sort of why I signed with them because I felt again I'm a energy driven person I mm-hmm. felt the vibe was right mm-hmm. the vibe was no longer right so yeah. we left that situation fortunately there was a, a clause in our contract that allowed us to to leave scotch free mm-hmm. however it took us a little while to acquire the rights for that song so once we got that I shot the video last year and then it sort of all kind of came together. I didn't know I was going to be doing an album called Winter in St. Lucia. I knew I wanted to do an album, right. but I didn't know what it was going to be. And it sort of came together organically as we were putting you know, all this You want to talk organically. Um, the track layout. Yeah. It has an organic buildup to yeah, it. Yeah, man. And Starting out with important. At My Door. Thank that, you. That's the thing that caught me. I'm like... Yeah, it just slaps you. Who's this kid? Okay. You. And it, 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 it was like, okay, now you've got my attention. Yeah. 
and yeah. it and it developed and it built itself up organically. And that's yeah. something that a lot of the new song, the new albums out, I don't have that organic feel. Yeah. You know, negating the Kendricks and the Coles and all those yeah. guys, but I don't yeah. get those organic feels sometimes from these Canadian artists. So it's a breath of fresh air for that. Thank you, bro. And those are it's funny you mentioned those names because those are the people that I'm that I'm competing with as far mm. as I'm concerned. I'm mm. not really competing with like the the people here in Toronto or Halifax or St. Lucia. I'm trying to compete with the people that I see as the greatest in the world. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? And that's the quality that I tried to put together with this album. It was also very important for me to tell a specific sort of story, um, symbolically, not necessarily literally. Like I like to think that I said it in the in at my door where they're taking the things we have written too literally, referring mm -hmm. to the Bible, where I think a lot of the stories in the Bible are meant to be taken symbolically, not necessarily literally. So I wanted this this the track list, the album to symbolize something uh, conceptually through the sounds. It walks you through when you first get to at my door, there's a certain like darkness, a certain aggression, a certain angst that you feel. And that's the minute when you come home to St. Lucia, like usually the first thing I do is I go to Ancillary, which is like a small fishing village in St. Lucia, mm -hmm. you know, and then that's when you really get to connect with the people. And you see in the you see in the frustration in their eyes, you see in you see in the hunger, you see in that there's something that they want they want more and they're not getting from the the powers that be in St. Lucia. And then we get to records like Reckless and So Cold, where it's like you know what? We're mm -hmm. still in the, one of the most beautiful places in the world. Let's embrace that. Let's celebrate that. And that's where Reckless and So Cold come into play. Then the second half of the album gets a little bit more reflective, a little bit more introspective. Then we come to records like Mad Now. It's close to the end of the trip where it's like, okay, I've, I've, I've experienced all this, the good, the bad, the ugly, um, and I'm just here to have a good time. And then Winter in St. Lucia, the title track, sort of summarizes the entire story in a little bit more detail and, you know, sort of evokes the emotion that brought me there in the first place. You can still get it on all digital platforms right now. Sky. Spotify. Bandcamp. YouTube. SoundCloud. Yeah, it's on there. Yeah, well, you know, one step at a time. But... You mentioned, and I kind of, kind of flipping back to, because I like the contrast. You like, you, you see the contrast. There's a, there's a conflict of Saint Lucia. There's a conflict in, in or the conflict of the album mm -hmm. place in his hometown. However, as an artist, mm -hmm. you can now kind of come overseas now, mm -hmm. or not really overseas, but you, you know where yeah. I'm mm -hmm. There tends to be a conflict with the, like between artists. Industry, mm -hmm. if there even or a disconnect, or a disconnect, there's a right. disconnect. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, did you find any ills while producing this album so you know this may not resonate with the people? Like, I know my people in St. Lucia will understand mm -hmm. more so than my, my fans here in Canada. I have to admit that didn't cross my mind at all mm -hmm. because this album was for me. This was a selfish album. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this was something that I had to get across. This was more to deal with that. It was therapy for me. The next one, Permanent Vacation, which is already done, will be oh, wow. for them. So we for got new people. music. When's the new music coming out? We don't know yet. We're going to sort of gauge. <laughs> K.O., where's the music? We've been waiting for the music, K.O. No, nah, we're really just going to wait on and see how this goes. You know, just ride this out. I think we got two more singles off of this that we'd like mm -hmm. to shoot visuals for and just get as much of a lifespan out of this album as we can and then hit them with the next joint. Yeah, you don't want to oversaturate. It's about timing. Yeah, exactly. 
Exactly. I learned, man, that was one of the most important things during the course of this journey too was learning and embracing patience because I wanted to put out this music from time. Trust me, there's been a lot of conversations from time, bro. Like he was kind of almost borderline losing his mind. A lot of the times, yeah. A lot of the times. <laughs> a lot of the times. So I'm really, like, hindsight is 2020. I'm glad I took the patience and, and waited and really put this album together the way I wanted to. Not just the music, but the aesthetics around it and everything, the, the branding, all that stuff was very important to me. And I'm glad that we were able to execute it effectively. I'm going to make you think right now. Let's do it. You're still a pretty cat. A what? You're, you're a young cat. Yeah. You're a young guy. Yeah. Um, I, I thought you were calling me pretty for a second. I was oh, like, no, no, no. Okay. Wow. The person that's pretty in my life is my fiance. Very much. As it should be. There you go. Yeah. Um, I want you to talk to the young Kayo. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to talk to the. This is what we do. Yeah. I want you to talk to the young Kayo that just fully migrated to Halifax. Kind of sees the world outside. Kind of sees the world inside now for what it is, and really tapping into like the music industry now to to really see. I want you to talk to him to see. Is there something that you could have done different with the whole industry up here? Would there be more of like pushing of of your art? Like, do we have a problem up here in Canada when we don't appreciate our artists that are really working hard? I want you to talk to that young kid, kind of give him some. Hmm. Um. Man, the only thing I would tell the young Kao, really, and this isn't necessarily um, referring to the music industry, per se. We'll get to that. But I would tell him to always put, and this might come across as selfish, but always put yourself first. Um, there were a lot of the times where I was loyal to a fault, and there were mm. a lot of times that things took longer than they should have because... I relied on the professional opinion of the people that were in positions to help me. You know what I mean? Like, I, I didn't trust myself enough a lot of the times. And I relied on, on, on those other people to sort of push things forward. Mm -hmm. But the thing is that no one could really get your vision across but you. And I think that there had been a lot of times where there was a disconnect between sort of the infrastructure around me because they couldn't really effectively see the vision. But that was my fault because I needed to paint that picture. I needed to paint that picture much better. So I think this is, I think winter in St. Lucia is one of those moments where I really figured that out. And in hindsight, I would just tell myself to trust yourself more and not rely on these people. What can they expect at your show coming up this Saturday? A vibe. I want people to feel something when they see me. The, the ups, the downs, the same dynamics that's in that, that album. You're gonna, I'm going to tell the story as we perform it. So I really want to walk you through each emotion. Well, give us the details. Where's the show? What's the time? Uh, the show is at Rivoli. This Saturday, uh, I hit the stage at 1030. Come through early. It's only 200 capacity room. And You're it's going, going to, fill to stay up. outside if you don't get there It's early. going to fill up. This is my first show back in Toronto since winter in St. Lucia. I'm excited to, to perform this, man. So, yeah, come through. Catch a vibe with your boy. Crazy. One last question. Mm -hmm. um, what would you change if you had... If, and I, I know it's a very like big question to really think of, but if I were to kind of give you 
the Canadian music industry for urban. I hate really using that term urban. Yeah. It's the only way that I can really calculate hip hop R and B. If I were to give that world to you right now mm-hmm. and say it looks messy right now, especially in Toronto. It's tragic. What would be one of the things, maybe one or two things for you to really see or change? First of all, radio format. There needs to be a hip hop radio format, urban radio. We can't just have adult contemporary. We can't just have all this kind of stuff. We need to have hip-hop and R&B is one of the biggest genres in the world, and it's a proven fact. We need to have platforms and formats for that on radio because a lot of the record labels are still kind of archaic in that radio is still one of their main forms of getting their artists out Mm -hmm. and if there's no radio format for that artist then it's not lucrative for them they are only now getting to understand the streaming game and the press game and all that stuff but outside of that like jazz cardia isn't on the radio you know what i mean and Mm -hmm. he's one of the biggest artists coming out of here right now sean leone isn't on the radio you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like these things need and it's because there's a lack of infrastructure from that that's one thing i would change um i would Sort of, we need to understand, again, the streaming aspect of things a little bit more. There need to be more events, more platforms for these artists to be able to showcase their talent. And more um, collaboration. I think more collaboration will be key. Among the music community, but also among the the infrastructure, the, the music industry, if you will. And we're getting there. So Canada's doing a really good job at that. A few um, entities are really doing a good job. Factor is doing a great job. Doing a better job, yeah. Did a new uh, grant for that art. I believe it's spearheading towards R&B, hip-hop. There you go. Artists, do you your go. research. Do your research. Jeez, that is so, so important. Do your research. Artists, do your research. Do your research. Why Drop that bomb. Not. For real. Yeah. <laughs> K.O., winter in St. Lucia. Yes. Describe it in one word. (laughs) (laughs) Cold. This man said cold. That is cold. I like that. I like it. It's a cold album. Not even K.O. It's a cold album, yo. Check that shit out. Available on all streaming platforms, yo. I'm really really proud of this body of work. When we are too. Dope. I'm liking it. Dope. Thank you for having me, man. Thanks for coming out, bro. Ah, it was a great interview. Hopefully you were able to enjoy it without um, too much problems with the technical difficulties, but he did have some gems in there. Very good. The one thing that really stuck out that he said um, was the importance of doing doing what you need to do for you mm-hmm. um, and not relying on the unction of other people because sometimes people may not show up people may not have the same vision as you mm-hmm. but as long as you stick to your vision shout out my show fresh west uh, <laughs> as long as you stick to your vision and know what you want in life um, you'll get you'll get the work done um again we want to just apologize for again for the technical yeah, difficulties um, but almost 23, 23 episodes in 23 now. 23 episodes in. We're allowed to have a little kick here and I'm there. I'm not counting the first four, but. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But we're allowed to have, a, we're allowed to have mix-ups here and there. Our equipment failed us. Uh, but hopefully we didn't fail you. Which, which we never try to do. Make sure to follow KO on all of his social media sites. Make sure to uh, go to his website, imko.com. So I-M-K-A-Y-O.com. And get that new album, Winter in St. Lucia. It's growing on me a lot a lot man. it is yeah Good. man i'm See? feeling it um and remember to follow us on instagram maple syrup podcast and 
on Twitter, Maple Syrup Show. Follow me, R-D-O-T-C-H-U-N-G. And me, AJLift1, on Instagram and Twitter. That's right. And as always, hit that five star, subscribe, leave a comment. Please and thank you. And KO left us with his hot cake of the week, off, obviously off his album, obviously. We're going to play Reckless as our hot cake of this week. So remember, maple syrup is sweet. Not sappy. And yo, before we get off the air or off the podcast or whatever, Drew, it's not the end of us at all. No, um, I know. I'll be back next week. I, I will say this, though, because Drew... We on to bigger and better Drew things. Drew is on to bigger and better things. In regards to career-wise, so he's not leaving the podcast, just to let you know. Um, but career-wise, he's actually going to be moving to a new... New home. New home. Can't say it just yet. Not just home. yet. But, um, yo, congrats to you, man. All the best. Thank you, Captain. I love when, when, I, love when I see black people rise up. <laughs> <laughs> no crab little bucket mentality here. None of that, man, because your success is my success, and my success is your success. Everyone will eat. Pancakes. Mm-hmm. Syrup. <laughs> you get Maybe the gist. Have a good day, everybody. Chill. Ooh, give me some of that sweet, sweet syrup, baby. Yeah. Oh, cause somewhere on the feel a pretty thing is still in sleeping. Every day of the week is starting to feel like it's the weekend. She always says she love me, but I know that she don't mean it. Mean it, no. Hardly getting sleep, but always feeling like I'm dreaming. Yeah. Smoke cloud in my eyes Never seen more clearly It's part of the high It's part of the grind On this lonely road But it's part of the drive We are reckless youths And restless children We are reckless youths And restless children We are reckless youths And restless children We are reckless youths and restless children